With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the World of Martial Arts podcast. Thanks for joining us. My name's Ant, and in this episode, we're looking at what seems to be a new trend, a worrying new trend, of exhibition matches featuring celebrities and athletes from other sports, and not just those in fight disciplines. In the second part of the show today, we're going to take a look ahead to what is going to be the heaviest boxing match ever. But first up on the show, and on the calendar in April 2021, is a YouTuber taking on someone that has fought in the UFC. Slight difference in ability there, you would imagine. So here with me to discuss this are the usual suspects, Kurt Cornwell over in Detroit, McTully in Coventry, and live in Leicester, Nathan Leverton. Nathan, why don't you start by telling us about this fight and who the YouTuber is up against? So yeah, well, Ben Askren is coming off uh, a very quick knockout in MMA and is a wrestler and known for his wrestling. And now he's going to have a boxing fight against Jake Paul. And that's, you know, obviously Jake Paul's been talking about having different fights and calling people out and trying to make that move. And yeah, apparently it's going to be Ben Askren because... I guess if you're going to choose an MMA fighter, you pick someone who doesn't like to strike and just got knocked out. Nathan, is that the same? Is Jake Paul the one who was trying to call out Conor McGregor? Yes. So he said I had a million dollars waiting for you, McGregor lost, and he said I got 10K for you instead, (laughs) which is not bad trash talk, but it's pretty funny if he's like, no, I really think I can take McGregor, and the next choice is a guy who, what, just got knocked out, you said? Well, he got got knocked out. I think it's the fastest knockout in UFC history, I would think, with the jump, got a jumping knee in the face, so... Well, he's uh, Ben Askren is he's great at shit talking. Uh, he's an amazing wrestler, a very, very good wrestler. Uh, he's got easily the worst striking, I think, in MMA ever. But that's like his striking now in MMA is on a par with Hoist Gracie. But uh, yeah, it, it, that awful front kick that he used to throw out back in the day in UFC one and Askren's awful. So from the point of selling it, it's going to probably be the worst experience of my life watching it. 
but I've I I'll, I'll I'll be I'll be watching it because I'll be emotionally involved because I'll have paid for the pay per view. But what's what's going to bring you to the fight? Because I'm a massive Ben Askren fan. His wrestling is amazing, and I've learned a lot from watching his wrestling. Um, I you know, and again, like you said, his shit talking is good. So th- there's that aspect for the sales of it. I don't know why he wants to do this. I guess it's a payday. I guess he's going to move away from MMA and he's going to take the payday. But I don't have any interest in the opponent, Jake Paul. I don't have any interest in watching him. So that I, I can't see much bringing me to watch this fight. Well, and I said before, that, I don't know, maybe it's just something wrong with my head, but I feel like the cynic in me is that a lot of people just want to watch, watch Jake Paul get it get beat up a little bit because he's an annoying YouTube star and he doesn't mind. He's going to get the payday. He's getting the press and he's getting all the reputation for it. But when it's a guy who's off a terrible loss as somebody from the outside looking in, and I put myself in that category. I'm like, so it's like a less than par fighter against a YouTube star. Yeah. It doesn't seem like, like if I, I miss the celebrity boxing matches or celebrity fights where it's just two random celebrities and neither of them know how to fight. And then the money goes to charity or for that matter, I was thinking of this earlier with what Tyson's doing now with this sort of, what are they calling it? Like a miracle league or something like that, where, you know, bringing people back and doing exhibitions or allowing exhibitions on the fight. That's the thing I didn't like when, one of those two brothers, the, the, the Paul brothers fought the basketball player on the Tyson card. Yeah. Right. He, he fought an NBA player where it's okay. So one guy's an athlete in a different area fighting a kid who's been doing some boxing training, maybe had a fight before or something, but you know, he's been working on that for a minute versus an athlete who has a basketball body. Michael Jordan had a hard time of all people going back to basketball after he changed into a baseball body. Cause every single sport is different. So thinking he can just get in there and do it. That's the part I didn't like where you've got one guy who's ready and the other guy who isn't. There's just, that's not very interesting to me. You know, Tyson versus Roy Jones was great because they're both boxers. They, they know what they're doing. So that mismatch in that way, I thought was, was really disappointing. Um, as opposed to like the old campy TV celebrity boxing matches where neither of them know what they're doing. And that's kind of the joke to it. You know, it looks more like a Charlie Chaplin fight than anything else. I was going to say, I mean, with most of these things with boxing and combat sports, generally it's numbers. It's like how many people are watching, how many, I don't know the size of the crowd these YouTubers are bringing in. I mean, we know like what the, the biggest boxing fights are doing. But to be honest, some of those massive boxing fights, they seem pretty few and far between now. So, you know, the guys just under that who are still legit boxers, are they doing the same numbers or, you know, like guys that are, you know, not Mayweather, not Pacquiao, not Anthony Joshua, the guys that are just under that, are they doing anywhere near the numbers that a YouTube star is doing? Because if they're not, then that's why those YouTube stars are going to be there. Yeah, I can't imagine they are. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, th- th- this is the thing, guys, without making us all sound like uh, all, all, all farts and uh, ruining our demographic and not being down with the kids. Uh, maybe it's just a case of we don't actually understand what celebrity or popularity is now, because, you know, it's like he's famous for what? Opening a box of trainers or sneakers on YouTube. What is, that's a skill now. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's got like 15 million views. And you're like. First of all, I'd want to know what you're doing in your life that you've got that amount of time to watch someone unbox something. But secondly, it's like, is that is that what they're famous for? 
And if that's what they're famous for, unfortunately, you know, reality TV has got a lot to answer for. And, you know, just because you have a platform doesn't mean you should really have a platform. And, you know, it's like Pacquiao versus like it's right now is it going to be Pacquiao versus Conor McGregor which is a great move for Conor McGregor and a great move for Manny or is it Manny Pacquiao versus Ryan Garcia fighting a dude who's half his age who's hungry as hell who is a legit world champion you know like really what is he gonna is he gonna elevate this young guy and bring him forward or is he gonna take the money and just do a live stream you know uh, yeah, that move, the Garcia move, makes me feel like Pacquiao's entering like his Rocky Balboa phase where he's like, I'll keep getting in the ring, but mostly just to show you how to do it and take you under my wing, which I love yeah. for Pacquiao, but it, otherwise it doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, I mean, Garcia just, yeah, he's another he's level. Go, go, go now. Sorry to circle back, but I just thought I'd have a quick look at some of the numbers on any of these fights. And obviously there was the fight of Jake yeah, Paul's brother, Logan Paul. I assume it's his brother uh, when he fought KSI. And he says, uh, obviously, they fought in the Manchester Arena. They sold out 21,000 tickets with a gate revenue of £2.7 million. And uh, they did uh, over a million pay-per-view buys. And with illegal streams and stuff, it reckons there was 2.25 million people watching. So that's some pretty ridiculous numbers. There's a market, man. There's a market for that. Yeah. Two talentless idiots, man, going for it. Right? I, I don't know. I believe that KSI is quite a good rapper. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about his boxing skills, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I, I, I think this is the end of days, boys. You know, if we're going to go down that route, like we just talked about, yeah, the Cater, the Cater Holloway fight, amazing. Now, I really don't know how Askren and Logan Paul's going to work out, but I don't think it's going to be in contention for that level of fight of the year. Do you, boys? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it if. Like, like you're saying, Mick is just getting older. Or I'm old fashioned or something. I, I mean, I appreciate that you know, hustle, get paid, do what they do. That's good. And whatever your hustle is, I appreciate it. But the idea of these guys stepping in and not doing it somehow as a charitable component when it's sort of a, you know, if it's like an exp exhibition style fight for this sort of thing, and they're not really trying to move through the ranks. You know, we said before, what does it do to a young boxer, a young kid who's trying to come up? where all of a sudden it's like, yeah, but if you look like Logan Paul and you got a YouTube channel, you can also get a shot as opposed to trying to really grind your way through the amateur leagues and really go through the whole process of it. Uh, I don't know. Some part of that is just what disappoints me. If, if it's an exhibition it's, and it's because it's entertaining, then fine. But when, I don't know. I don't know if I even agree with myself. It's just, it starts to disappoint me where it's like, well, anybody can get in there. And as long as we make a bunch of money, they get paid. I get, obviously that's how it works, but then let's not call it boxing. Let's just call it something. Let's call it, you know, uh, uh, pay-per-view sport fighting or something. It, it just, it feels like it cheapens the history of that whole thing. Hey, that's just me. Yeah. Hey, maybe, maybe we're coming into the WWE era of boxing sports entertainment yeah it's closer to that right like dennis rodman jumped in in the you know into professional wrestling one day just because they're like yeah why not you know where that, okay that makes sense you know what i mean in that sort of arena you've got all these fun little sideshow things happening but and not to take away from Askren, uh obviously he's a legit fighter and i'm trying to undermine that but it's almost 
in his defense that when we start to bring these other people into the game, just because you're big and you get a lot of viewers, again, I get that's the business of it, but maybe the martial artist in me is just disappointed when we hear so many MMA coaches lately talking about, man, the thing we really got to get back to is some of the respect and some of the roots and some of the tradition. Like, well, that's a big <laughs> sprint in the wrong direction if you're letting this guy from the internet come in and yeah, unfortunately, you, you are legitimizing like Ben Askren, whatever way it works out. It's going to legitimize Logan Paul because people go, oh, yeah, he fought in the UFC. And you're like, yeah, he did fight in the UFC, but so did Tank Abbott, you know? Yeah, so so so, so did Ron Van Cleef, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, he fought in the UFC. How did he actually do? That's the thing. But Although now you say that, I would have liked to have seen Tank Abbott versus Ron Van Cleef. I just saw a fight with Rob Van Winkle, also known as Vanilla Ice, and yes. he was cornered by Tank Abbott. No way. Full circle. There you go. Wow. <laughs> well, is that was that skinny Tank Abbott? Because Tank Abbott's got some health issues at the moment. And he yeah, doesn't... I don't know. It was old. But it was Vanilla Ice versus um, who's the older brother from Different Strokes? Had a bunch of. Oh, yeah. He fought. What are you talking power. about, Willis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What are you talking about, Tank Abbott? Yeah, uh, yeah. I could just imagine that halfway through. Not the not the not the shorter of the two, the older Gary one. Gary Oldman, yeah, Gary no, Oldman. No, no, the other one. Gary Oldman, Gary Coleman. Oh, Gary God. Coleman. <laughs> no, Vanilla Ice did not fight Gary Coleman. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Gary Coleman, man. Okay, I think I think we've, we've probably run the course. <laughs> I also watched a fight between Mick. I thought of you because I watched a fight between Paula Jones and Tanya Harding. Now, do you know who Paula oh, Jones is? No. Okay, so she was one of the women who um, uh, got. Bill Clinton in trouble during his presidency for sexual harassment, right? And so he had to go to the Supreme Court for that. It was a whole, obviously, it was a really, really big deal. That was the first scandal before Monica Lewinsky. And wow. she had a celebrity charity boxing match against Tanya Harding. I went down a YouTube rabbit hole, and this was something else. Hey, Kurt, Tanya Harding won in the fourth round by tire iron to the leg, right? She actually won in the fourth round by a no mas, but close enough. Was it? Well, yeah. yeah. No, uh, Tyron, no mass. We'll go. We'll, we'll go for that. Let's quickly run through the Ryan Garcia because we've already touched on it anyway. Turn it over to Nathan Leverton to talk about this Ryan Garcia matchup, man. So yeah, it's been announced that Ryan Garcia is going to be fighting Manny Pacquiao in what they're saying is an exhibition fight, but we don't know quite know what that means. Does this fall into the category of a freak show fight? We've got someone about a 20-year age difference. And I think Pacquiao's got somewhere in the region of 500 rounds in professional competition under his belt versus about 70. So is this still a freak show fight or is it a legitimate boxing belt? I'm saying it's in between. Uh, because, <laughs> And that's as vague as I can be, but it's the truth. Uh, it's going to be a legitimate sporting competition between two guys who are actually very good at boxing. Uh, Ryan Garcia will bring the heat. The one thing, when I, as soon as I saw this, I thought about it, not size difference, but when you talk about like levels and levels, uh, Jack Johnson, the, the, the great Jack Johnson, the first black heavyweight boxer, fought Charles Carpentier, who was the middleweight champion at the time. And uh, it was an exhibition bout as well. And it's famously went the way that I think all exhibition bouts should go. If someone comes out of the gates early, Carpentier came out and just put the hammer straight onto Jack Johnson. And what Jack Johnson did was uh, he bashed him. 
and then proceeded to pull out three of the teeth from his glove. So, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I think, yeah, Ryan Garcia's got everything to become a legend. He's got a killer legend. And I don't care if it's an exhibition match or not. He's going to do it. And I don't know why Manny's doing it, actually, because out of all of the boxers that I really, really rate, Manny Pacquiao is up there. Kurt, what are you saying? Yeah, Manny's always been one of my favorites. And, you know, it would be cool to watch him win just because I always like to watch Manny and I'm always rooting for him. I, Garcia's got nothing to lose if, you know, if, if even as an exhibition, if he doesn't pull it off, it's Manny Pacquiao. He, he has the ability to say, well, I didn't want to really stick it to him because he's one of my idols and it's an exhibition, et cetera, et cetera. If he wins, he gets to have that feather in his cap. Um, it's a, it's a strange setup. I don't see it quite as like a freak show kind of imbalance in that way. Um, I don't think it's that bad, but yeah, it's in the, it's, it's, it's in the neighborhood, you know, it's, it's in the share of the same building at least. Um, so I, I'm excited for it there. I like the, to see those two styles together. I mean, it, it's a more of a thing to picture Manny and his prime would have been just fine, but picture a younger version of that and seeing those two styles line up and how would they, you know, kind of communicate in the ring together that way, how would that, that actually play out? Um, but otherwise it feels more like Rocky six, Rocky seven to me in that regard, that it's, we're letting the guy get back in the ring, do his, you know, do his thing, do the thing that we all enjoy watching him do against somebody who has nothing to say, but, but, you know, praise and, and adoration and respect for him. And so there's something fun about that. It's, it's not a, a bitter grudge match. It's just more about the, the love of the sport and the art and everything. So the science of it. So I think it'll be entertaining as hell for that reason, if it plays out. How about you, Nathan? Yeah, although there's a big difference in experience and age, I don't think it's enough to put it into the freak show category. Um, you know, Pacquiao's only going to be when the fight comes around, what, like 42, 43? Um, yeah, he's not going to be in his prime, but it's, it does go back to older boxing fights of older champions fighting the young guys coming up. That was part of it. Not every matchup in the past was a perfect matchup. You know, sometimes, you know, new guys came in and fought the old guys and occasionally there'd be an upset or, you know, maybe the older guy would hold on to the titles. That was, that's part of fighting these guys, you know, and to be honest, it's part of boxing that guys stay in there too long and have too many fights. Um, not everyone's going to drop out in their prime. So I think it's still a, an interesting fight. Um, I think your, your point that essentially it's a win-win for Ryan, like there's no way he wouldn't be taking this fight unless it was a good fight for him. I think he probably thinks he's going to win it. And I don't think it matters if he doesn't. It's um, if I had to predict, I would love to say experience tells, but that 20 year age difference, I don't know. It might be, it might be a bit too much. And it's going to be a couple of years since Pacquiao's had a fight. So I don't know where he's coming in with it, but so I'd say possibly Ryan. All I know, boys, is I would rather see Ryan Garcia fight Manny Pacquiao than Conor McGregor fight Manny Pacquiao. I think most of us are in agreement on that one, right? Uh, at least it's a boxing match. Now, if you've ever watched Game of Thrones, you'll know exactly who I'm on about when I say The Mountain. Even if you've not watched it, then you might already know Thor Bjornsson, who plays him, because he became famous competing in the world's strongest man. Now, last month, he made his boxing debut against former WBO light heavyweight champion Stephen Ward, because later this year, he's going up against his strongman rival, Eddie Hall, in a boxing match. Now, these guys are athletes, 
and they've been going head to head for years in those crazy challenges we love to watch on TV on a bank holiday weekend in the world's strongest man. But again, this is a completely different situation for both of them. So the question is, is this fight any more valid than the one we've just discussed between Jake Paul and Ben Askren? I literally, when I see two strong men going to box each other, I literally think to myself, this looks like when I've had far too much to drink and I'm in someone's kitchen at half three on a Saturday night, Sunday morning, and we've had the conversation about who would win in a fight between Thor, like the God, and Ben Grimm, the thing. You know what I mean? Or oh, would Iron Man beat Batman if Batman was wearing the suit from The Dark Knight Returns? You know, like real sesh talk shit, right? And then it's like, right, so we're going to get two guys who are really good at lifting weights to box each other. Are they any good at boxing? No, but they look good and they lift heavy stuff. And boxers lift heavy stuff sometimes too. Therefore, that's it. I personally think that these celebrity fights are the death knell of boxing. Literally, it's like the fall of Rome, pugilistic style. Honestly, it's like right now, anybody could get a fight. You know, Conor McGregor started it with Manny Pacquiao. Then you had the, the sorry, with Roy, uh, with uh, Money, Money, uh, what's his name? Uh, God, Mayweather, right? Started it down that route. Now you've got Logan Paul. So you've got guys who are famous on the internet for being famous. So like I'm waiting for the kid from Charlie Bit My Finger to have a fight. You know what I mean? Against one of the Kardashians. Because literally it's like the links now are so tenuous to become a fighter. It's unreal. I have to admit, watching two absolute savage, large humans beating each other up will be quite interesting to watch. The same way that watching a car crash is going to be interesting to watch. Now, one of your friends... Is fam was famously rolling around the floor with a large man who lifts weights. So you've got a bit of a personal. <laughs> you've got a bit. You've got some skin in the game here, haven't you? What What's that story all about? Um. So yeah, my friend Josh has got a TV show with Baz Rutten where they both uh, commentate on that, and he got the chance to have a role with Thor recently. And Thor put up the video of them having a little wrestle. Um, he told me he almost died. That was pretty much his only comment. Um, but fortunately, the, the the clip that Thor put up, there was a longer video on YouTube, but the clip they put up is when he was kind of, um, Josh was going for an armbar on him and it looks kind of good. And it's not the rest of it where he's just being held down by the strongest man in the world. Um, so did you think this is different? These guys fighting Eddie Hall and Thor, is this different from, you know, the KSIs, the Jake Pauls, the, these YouTubers, um, do you think there's a difference between it or is it all part of the same thing? It's, I think it, I think it's uh, a little bit better, but not much. So, it, you know, it, it literally is um, it, for the Americans who are going to listen to this. You might not get this one, but it, it reminds me of like an after and after the two world's strongest men beating each other up. We're going to watch monkey tennis because it literally is like Alan Partridge. We like, it's like we are so like. Do we really need, are we that stuck for entertainment? You know, and like, don't, my, my worry is this, like all joking aside, when somebody, when somebody actually gets injured through all of this, then everyone will be crying because right now it's dead, dead funny. 
you know, so the KSI, Logan Paul, but I don't, I hate the fact that I know Logan Paul, who he is, and yeah, and he's got a brother who's not as famous, and I know who he is. I thought they were, I thought they were the same person for ages. Me too. No, really. Well, yeah. you see, what I'd like, you know, what I would like is, uh, you know, if we're going to get celebrities to beat each other up, you know, why don't we get like, you know, Wesley Snipes fight Steven Seagal? You know, so you know the, now that would did, be. Did good. we have a? Wasn't there a celebrity boxing series? Like I remember, I vaguely remember Ricky Gervais or someone fighting on one over here. Yeah, we had something minor here too. I don't know if it was the same one, but yeah, it was just a few fights. They've always done things like that. I mean, even you know, going way back to like the Sinatra era, there's always been charitable things that way. I like the idea of these. Like during the quarantine, you would see all these interesting new forms of entertainment come out. So in the middle of that, in, in that context, I think it's kind of fun. It's interesting. Um, it gives everybody something to look at that's, that's fresh. It's a good way to generate a bunch of money at a time when everything is stagnant or whatever. But I agree. I feel like big picture, this does a lot to hurt the sport of boxing at a time where it's been the pendulum for boxing has been swinging back in the correct direction. Right after for me a long season where it was pretty much in the tank and it's been enjoying some new attention some new talent some really heavy hitters uh alomachenko is one of my favorite athletes on the planet so i still love boxing and there's something to watch so seeing this it just has me going i think mick you said the same thing why you know what what what's the point what who does this serve i honestly think especially with the clark brothers right whichever one it is that's that's fighting or maybe it's both i don't know uh i honestly think it's that thing of like looking at a car accident but more so it's like people just want to watch those guys get hit right people see these annoying youtube stars they feel snarky about it they're like well i could do that i could be a youtube celebrity let's go watch you know floyd mayweather beat the hell out of this guy for a couple of rounds i think people just get a kick out of it yeah but what's what's the next what's the next stage of this evolution oh i'm not supporting it yeah are we gonna get are we gonna get boxers who are gonna start rapping at each other and dissing each other you know like get the crossover where it's like boxers will be so pissed off with rappers like robbing their robbing their thunder that they'll start doing like 50 cent in the club style tunes you know what i mean but i i, I, I just don't know or the like there was a some kind of show on that was like a getting an MMA fighter to fight your bully. Yeah, no, we saw that. It was like rent a fighter kind of thing. And it come it just, sometimes they didn't do well. Sometimes the that's the funniest part of that show, not to be on a tangent, but sometimes the bully kind of won. Good luck after that happens. Right. You're never going back to school now. If we're talking about if we're talking about spectacle and fighting and the potential of somebody getting hurt and this will be a bad thing. How different is that to UFC one? I mean, yes. Come on. <laughs> like, right. And no. obviously something evolved out of that, but can anything, but isn't that the point? Cause can anything evolve out of this or are we just going backwards? I, yeah, I, I, I the difference to me between this and the celebrity YouTube celebrities doing it is that it is two world-class athletes. It's two of the strongest yes. men on the planet. Yes. That's the difference. That doesn't mean it's going to make it a better boxing bout than two youtubers doing it they could easily be better boxers but the freak show aspect of two guys weighing 160 kilos who are the strongest guys on the planet fighting each other is interesting like 
we are, I mean, how many times have we talked about strength versus technique and talked about strength and its relationship to fighting? And we're about to see two of the strongest guys in the world fight. That is interesting. Yeah, well, the, the only the only thing I think the only way that this could be uh, like really improved upon is if we could get like Antonio Inoki over from Japan and basically get Eddie Hall or whoever wins, so either Thor or Eddie Hall to fight like you know Jimmy Cranky or someone you know like or a midget, you know you know just really throw it into the mix there. Like that's the way that's because it it to me personally I look at it and it's bread and circuses, you know it literally is. Like a, a right gong show. I have to admit, uh, as Nathan said, you know, to see two absolute monsters go at it, it literally is going to be like, you know, Godzilla versus Mothra. You know what I mean? It's going to be like a Japanese, like the, the only way that it could go go any better would be like, you know, some uh, some Japanese schoolgirls rock up. You know what I mean? It'd be good, good fun. Nathan, do you think that the people who are going to watch this or the people who watch you know, the YouTube and a whatever YouTube kid and a fighter actually go at it. Do you think they're already folks that are watching fights all the time? Or do you think this brings new people into the audience sphere for this kind of sport? You know, does it actually help the audience grow or is it mostly the same group of people kind of chasing their own tail? Well, when I watched the Thor exhibition bout from the other day, there was, it, they were saying that um, half a million people had tuned in to watch it. So I don't think that's just pure boxing fans tuning in to watch that. So he's definitely bringing an audience. Um, whether they're going to get much of an exhibition, a demonstration of boxing and want to take it up from that, I don't know. But I mean, look at the rise of white collar boxing and how huge that's been. Um, there is an entry level for people to get into it. Maybe, you know, maybe next time I run a white collar event, there will be people coming in because they watched Thor do it. Hopefully it won't be all the bodybuilders and big weightlifters and I won't be able to match him up, but we'll see. Thor played the mountain, doesn't he? So yeah. he, he's like, so like, imagine, imagine like the, the winner of this fights Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would, I would pay anything pay-per-view to watch just like a battle Royale Grand Prix style, all the, you know, oh, man. The Hound yeah. and everybody in there. Um, and no matter what, you know, I'm still giving it to Arya at the end of the day. I have to admit, after the the events of the the very troubling times we're in at the moment, mm -hmm. nothing shocks me anymore. You know, I'm I'm literally waiting for the Andy Kaufman Intergender Wrestling Championship of the World. You know what I mean? Like that, that that's what I'm waiting for. Um, I don't know, Nathan. You might be able to back me up on this. Um, Logan Paul actually asked Amanda Nunes for yeah. a match. And she accepted it. Oh my god. And I'll tell you something, Nunez would kick his ass, I'm telling you. I heard no, that I would that watch out. She's called him out and said she would take him, and that he said, Why would I do that? No one even knows who she is. Oh <laughs> which Big really talk. makes me want to put the two of them in a ring together. And that's what I mean. Yes. People want to watch that kid get hit, right? For better or for worse. That's, I think, what it comes down to. Um, I'm telling you something, man. I want to see her go like full Tina Turner in the movie. You know, you know, like Angela Bassett style, man. But yeah, this, man. Thing, this thing is, Connor's done the same, you know, people tune in. I mean, I remember it was people said about Chris Eubank being one of the biggest draws because half the people were there to see him win and half the people were there to see him lose. And Connor did the same thing. Some of these YouTube guys are going to pull in big numbers because of those same reasons. 
Well, so to that, and what do you what do you say then to the would be up and coming challenger? You know, the kid who's coming up in the neighborhood. He's maybe he's I don't not to be a stereotype, but he's trying to use boxing to get out the neighborhood, or he's always loved it, or he comes from his father was a boxer and he wants to do this. He dreamt of being champion, and now just because this guy's got however million followers, he gets to get in the ring, and this kid's still just trying to slug it out in the gym. Do you think that demoralizes that effort for those kids? Maybe, but what he should do is you just turn around and say to the kid, listen, man, move yourself over to Reykjavik, start lifting some weights, get huge, and we'll stick you in a boxing match soon. Uh, yeah, don't worry about the ring craft, son. You'll be fine. Eat steak and take some of those performance-hancing, uh, uh, I, I don't know what they call them these days. Uh, no, it, I, it's a spectacle. It, it, it is what it is. It literally is. It's... Yeah, it is vitamins indeed. Yeah, um, I tell you what, I tell you what it is. It, this literally is the equivalent of Muhammad Ali fight. You mean he was going to fight Wilt Chamberlain? I don't know if you remember that. And they went to the press conference, and Wilt Chamberlain, so he's a basketball player, and he's like, "Well, I'm an athlete too, and I've got this long reach, and I'll do this." And he starts trying to talk some real trash talk, like unbelievable to Ali. And he's going, blah, 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 blah. and he goes that, and they said, uh, Muhammad Ali, what would you like to say? And he just looked him up and down. And he went, Timber, and that was it. You know, if you you want to you want to you wanna trash talk, that's the way to do it. But yeah, you know, people always want to see giants fight each other. Come on, man. You know, I've seen enough Japanese movies to see the big robot rock up at the end, man. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be mad. I'm go I'm quite enjoying it actually. I think it's going to be good fun. All I predict is some large man's going to get hurt or maybe both of them. I don't think we're going to see some like high level boxing, but I think it is going to be a spectacle. It is going to be an event and I can't wait. I'm really excited for it. I've been watching their training videos. Uh, I watched this fight that Thor just had with a lot of interest seeing, you know, where he's at now. And then I'll be able to see where he progresses. I think it was an invaluable experience for him to be in there and actually get in a ring in front of some people and with a pro boxer, or even just have a move around. Um, I can't wait. I'm really excited for September. Yeah, same. I think it'll be interesting. I, I can't imagine it's going to be that great of a fight comparatively. You know, I'm curious to see how long their lungs are going to last. Uh, but as it always goes, I mean, one good shot can do a lot. And with a, two guys that big, one good shot would be a hell of a thing to watch. And you can watch Phil Bjornsson take on Eddie Hall in what will be the heaviest boxing match ever. It's slated for September 2021. That's it for this episode of World of Martial Arts. If you've enjoyed it, please share it with someone else who you know will enjoy it. You've been listening to Kurt Cornwall, Mick Tully and Nathan Leverton chatting away while Will Henshaw and myself, Ant McGinley, did all the button pushing. And if you can't wait for the next episode, don't worry, we've got loads of great content for you to look at online at worldofmartialarts.tv. Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that you know Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.